So welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast. This is where we explore the new game-changing understanding that can unlock new levels of performance, resourcefulness, and well-being in the workplace. Join us if you want to be part of the new breed of leaders in business. Join us if you're fed up with the conventional echo chamber. And join us if you want to be part of the new revolution in understanding how the mind works and recognize that we are more than just our psychology and that that can lead to better results. Hello and welcome to the Quality of Mind Transforming Business podcast series. And today's episode, we've got another wonderful interview lined up um, with Dominic Scafidi who's actually already been on the show and we had such a nice conversation we've decided to have another one. Um, so I would recommend that you go and check out our uh, previous episode uh, Dominic and I did uh, and I'll get Dominic to say a quick hello um, but you can see more about him in the um, show notes. So Dominic just tell people just 30 seconds about your background and uh, what you do. Okay, yeah. So Dominic Scafidi, I'm from uh, Toronto, Canada, and I'm an executive coach and I do mo- three things. So I've been self-employed uh, or just over 10 years as an executive coach and I do uh, one-to-one coaching, mostly with leaders and organizations. I'm also a team coach, so I can work with their teams, coaching their teams to uh, higher performance and uh, a different outcomes. And then the third thing I do is I also train uh, leaders, uh, people managers on uh, the way I say it is on how to be a great coach rather than a good boss so that they're able to use uh, coaching in, in getting, you know, different performance and greater performance and results from their people. And my and prior to coaching, I was 20 years in the corporate world uh, in large organizations. And um, so I had started in sales, but then I went into uh, human resources. And the last corporate role I held was a VP of HR um, in a large uh, organization here in Canada. So. So you've had, you know, a really successful um, career inside organizations uh, and now you're sort of coming from the other side as a coach, going back in, helping people understand how they can get more out of themselves. We wanted this podcast to be a way to kind of describe what it is that we do um, and how that's different to what we might call conventional coaching um, or what we used to do. So I, I had sort of 10 years in conventional coaching and now I've had 10 years in this cup of coaching. And it's quite hard to describe. Uh, mm. We're often doing it in kind of pre-coaching client interviews. Um, and Dominic, I know you've got a really nice way of kind of describing it. So let, let's, let's help people understand what it is we do um, and take them through some of the things we might talk about if they were contemplating using us as a coach. Yeah. Th- uh, thanks, Pierce. It, it, um, it is a challenge when, and, and like you, I was trained in coaching, you know, early on and had a more traditional uh, approach to it. And um, it, then like you, once I began to see, uh, you know, it's kind of what we discussed in our first podcast, which is once I began to see what the actual source of the performance and results was that I was working with people on, uh, then it just 
it just stopped making sense, the approaches that we were initially trained in. And so that's kind of, I think, how you and I arrived where we are. Mm. So, you know, today when I'm having these coach interviews with client, with potential clients who are thinking of working with me, I, I try to, there's three things I keep in mind that I think is important in the conversation. The first one is is not really unique because in any coaching, this is important, but I want to include it. And that is that, um, that there has to be an important and valuable objective to the coaching. So in other words, really, what is coaching about? It takes you from where you are to where you want to be. So there is, this is the reason clients reach out originally. They basically have something they want that they don't currently have, and they want to have a conversation with you about working with you about getting that. So that has to be in the coaching, um, and, um, and that's typical, though. That's on any coaching. But the key starts with point two, um, which is there's a million ways to get there. <laughs> So usually you say, well, you know, I've got this problem. I want a coach to work with me. I've just been promoted and, you know, I got, I'm, I'm expected to, to uh, work at a different level than I used to. So I want to work with a coach to sort of get me there. So there's a different ways that, that coaches go at it. But number two in our point is that, that the way we're going to work at it I'm going to use a, a term, I'll say it's about transformation. But, but what does that mean is that all of our coaching is actually going to be about you. So when you say that it's because your sales, you want to work on increasing your sales, or you want to look at integrating an acquisition, I hear you, right? And I know it like we will be focused there. But point number two is at the end of the day, what what the result of coaching is, how you're going to get your objective is transformation. We will be focused on you. And the thing that will be different at the end is you. <laughs> and so that's number two. And then number three is if we do this right, then number three becomes that you will realize that you don't need a coach and you don't need coaching. <laughs> and this is really an important place for me as an overall objective of where you are left at the end of our time together is that you are left in a place of realizing you don't need a coach and you don't need coaching. And we'll say more about why that one is critical as well. But that's kind of... Okay. So we've got the three, that there needs to be an objective or a desire for the coaching, that the coaching is going to be transformative and all about you. And that thirdly, actually, you realize you don't need coaching. So we've got those three. So let's pull those apart, right? So... I'll start with the easiest one, which is the first one. <laughs> um, so I guess the only thing I would ask about that is that um, from what I find is that a lot of people do have a very set objective or outcome or goal, as it's called, um, or the organization does. Although sometimes I find people have, um, they don't always, and this is the more senior they get probably, but they don't always have a specific thing. 
It yeah. might be a sense that there's more to get. There's more mojo. Um, that they're, they're slightly off their game. Um, they're not quite feeling it. So they, they don't always come with a very specific, tangible thing, but they, there's definitely something valuable they know they're not quite getting. So it, it might be a bit vague. Now, that's great. Yeah, that's really good. And I like, I th- I just noticed the same thing. It's kind of if you go more senior, it becomes less specific. Yeah. Um, and, and I think there's a lot of reasons for this, but, um, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm making this up, but it could be that by the point where you've achieved everything you said, yeah, you know, oh, I've achieved this promotion, that, right, you know, and then you start to be at that point, you probably realize that it's not about that. <laughs> yes. There's this other thing that 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 you sense is missing or not missing, but like you can you can feel it, which will eventually link to point number two. But um, so uh, you're right. But by the way, the client always can show up exactly where they are. So I have clients where we start and it's like, Boom, this is what I need. Listen, it's so simple. My focus is I've been mandated to do such and such. So I have to make this project work and deliver it on time and in budget and whatever, right? The coaching, you got to support me to do that. It's so specific, right? To others who are like, well, you know, they promoted me. I used to be a director. Now I'm the vice president or of such and such. And they told me I need to operate at a different level Mm -hmm. and that I need to be more. They said, you know, you've got to work on your executive presence. They said that. And, and the client basically has no idea (laughs) what this is about. And that's okay. So it doesn't matter where they're at because what I do is I know where we need to start. Yeah. So if they're coming in and it's vague and ambiguous, that's not a problem because that can be the beginning of how we start is around getting more clear. I think that's right. So I, I, the way I would hear it with, with number one is I would always listen, understand and respect their number one. But because of numbers two and three, which we're about to yeah. describe, I wouldn't get too bothered by what it was. Right. right? Because you need to respect it because it's where they're at. And it's usually what's got them across the line to invest the time, money, and resource to do the coaching. But, and I'll hear it out and I'll understand it, but because of the next two things we're going to say, isn't that actually that important? I love, I love that. Yeah. Because see, that's the thing is, is I respect it for sure because, uh, that is the basis upon which they're deciding yes. to invest the time, money, resources into the coaching. And so I respect it in that they've determined already that this objective is worth the investment for them. So of course I'm going to respect that. But, but the way I'll say what, what will go into two and three is I am going to deliver so much more than that, 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 that that will be so that the, really the, the coaching will deliver far more than what they came in with. 
Right. Uh, and that uh, not to minimize because we actually needed it, it's essential because it's the most important excuse to have this conversation, mm-hmm. which is going to go beyond what they think they're coming for. But this conversation will go beyond that and it will deliver beyond that. However, it's weird because you can't have this conversation without that kind of specific because mm-hmm. that's what gives us focus and it's what gives us um, an anchor to that makes this very practical. See, otherwise, in number two and three, we can turn into just a, a wide-ranging, directionless exploration right. of right. nothing. So let's, so number two, right? So we're getting into the meat. So number two, we talked about what we do as being transformative, right? Now, the word transformative has crept into coaching in, in the last sort of 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And I was using it back in the day when I didn't really know what it meant, right? It just sounded like a nice word. So check it in the marketing, right? Yeah, it's transformative, you know, better than not being transformative. Now, let, let's just get really clear with people who are listening now. When you say transformative or when I say, because I know it'd be the same thing, what do you mean? So this, what is going to, um, you come with an objective and how I know it is, is that your current situation, uh, sales or uh, a challenge in a project is all uh, sourced in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, uh, and even, you know, with the, um, uh, title of your podcast, right. Which, which references mind, right. Yeah. And, and so what we're saying is that where the challenge exists, where the problem actually is, it sits in mind and that's where it is a problem. So what our work is going to do is a transformation or a change that is going to happen, as opposed to us working on this um, uh, challenge using strategies. Uh, typical, what I used to do before, right, is you come with your challenge, and then what we what we would do is just come up with, you know, we would do coaching, and you would think of another approach and something mm. different you could do, and you know, what strengths do you have that you could rely on, and we could apply those, and you know, so where where we're anchored is the problem or. Ch- challenge and what we were trying to do was change it fix it improve it all Mm. of that so but in this kind of coaching my attention is all on you (laughs) you your mind uh the way you're seeing it and what at the end of the day is as you now you know step up to being an executive or you you become someone who's got a higher level of sales or whatever that performance is the thing that actually changed is you and even how you see yourself this is the transformation who you know yourself as, that's the part that transforms. That's the part that changes. Right. Now, let's just drill down a bit further onto what we mean by you. Because people might be thinking, oh, yeah, okay, you. So you mean my understanding of my personality, my character, Mm. my traits, my style, maybe, you know, my it's it's a disc, it's a Myers-Briggs, it's a strength indicator, 
it's a, you know yeah. now that's not what you mean by you right that's yeah good 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 question and good challenge there because everything you you know about you and everything you think you are is not it mm, exactly so that would be the most succinct way to say it so who you really are is far more than you think and that is where the coaching plays so if we did go through what's your personality and what's your assessment well, all we're doing is making clear who you think you are yeah which is not you know by the way again in the past and in other ways of coaching there is some it's helpful you know now you know you got these other things and you could apply these strengths or these skills and it can solve the problem but but it's this isn't exponential right what what we're really going for is that who you are is far more than you think and so imagine expanding into far more than you think like how big a problem would increasing sales be for someone who is far more than they think mm. or someone who is who they think they are well now we're stuck because that's all we can play with right so if i stay there with the client and we're all we're going to work is on who you think you are and so we'll do some assessments about that and then we'll look at different approaches that you who you think you are could use i mean we're so limited mm. in that mm. i mean it's like kind of if you use a computer analogy it's like just rearranging things on the desktop maybe a little new bit of software right but we're, we're talking about firmware change oh nice or you know and and it, it's i think it's it is. It can be useful to do those kind of things. Yes. The reason yes. you and I don't do that anymore is it would be a. It would. It would feel like disrespecting the client. It would feel like we we were not bringing out the most important thing, the most important leverage point. Oh, right on. So if you want to leverage change and 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 progress and and well being and performance, it's just nowhere near as powerful to work at that level of you. And the level that we're going to be talking about brings a whole different order of change. Okay. Uh, I love your, your metaphor could be so useful actually maybe in, in um, getting to that, like even fleshing that point out a bit more. It might hit on point three. When you said computer, I think that's such a good metaphor in how we might work with clients, how we used to work with clients in the past even. Because if you look at your computer, there is a physical element to this, which we could see is the uh, hard drive capacity in terms of memory and all of that. And we could see the um, uh, processor, which has a certain speed and all of that. Mm. And you know what? If we're working with different clients, we can see this. We can see a hardware difference. There are some that have a different level of, um, you know, education. They have a different mm. level of smarts and intelligence and all of that. Like they have different um, ways, di di a different uh, resource they're bringing. Yeah. Whatever the scenario, right? Now you take a computer and you go a level higher and you say, that, but you know, 
I could take that computer, but depending the data I put on it and the software I'm using, because mm. if I'm using certain software, now I can manipulate this data, I can yeah. do these things. You really could do a lot with this computer at that point. So now if we get into psychology and thinking, mm. And the models and mindsets, well, that's all there. This is a fantastic, mm. right? We can, we can accomplish a lot. And then we can say, I know, but if you just took that computer and you just hooked it up to the internet, mm. you have an, in, I mean, I don't know, even know how to describe that. Because if you took this thing and hooked it up to the internet, you are now tapped in to an infinite intelligence that is beyond anything that exists here, beyond anything you know, any kind of software you can apply to it. And when you do that, you, you now look, I can even take Two different computers. I can take a weak one with low memory and poor uh, processing speed and another one, which is, you know, way better in terms of hardware and, and, and software. And if I hooked up the cheaper, less capable one to the internet, I would exceed the results. Mm. I could exceed the results that you are getting from uh, the other because all of the potential exists as you hook up to the internet. And, and I'll, I'll tell you a funny one, because I was actually using this very metaphor with someone the other day. And, and where we came to the conclusion was, which is funny, is you're just taking it a little bit further, is the only problem where the metaphor falls down is that the internet has actually originally come from people's hard drives. Yes. Right? Now, what we're saying, this version of the internet and this metaphor is actually fresher and more unlimited than Google can ever do. <laughs> right, 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 right. Even Google somewhere is a hard drive. I, I don't know how it works. Yeah. You know, but we're saying, imagine an internet that has no known edge. That's what we're hooking you up to. Right. Right? Yeah, that's and, and, and we're hooking you up to that. And it just so seems that when we hook you up to that, you get, you get smoother and less buggy access to your hard drive as well. Yeah. Right? So all your learned skills, your conceptual mind skills, all the things you've learned to be a good executive, you know, they actually seem to come a bit smoother and less buggy. Nice. Nice. So you get better hard drive access and this truly infinite uh, cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, very good. And you're right, all metaphors break down. And so <laughs> you're, you're right. Because even the internet, it's got a limit. To, yeah. to, to what it is, because it's a limit of what everyone knows already and what, it, what what's there. What we're talking about is, again, is that really, that was on point too, is you are always, always you are far more than you think. And that means, which will hit number three, but even after we do our coaching and you now see yourself as something else, which means now you know yourself differently, right? Mm. So you think differently. What I'm saying is that's not it either because you are far more than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <it's, laughs> yeah. so, so this is the part where it is literally and where, where you know, the internet 
uh, metaphor falls apart because it's like, yeah, no, no, no matter what, even in the internet, it is far more than even that. So it's an access to something that's further. And, and this is, so why does our coaching go there is because we know that this is every one of our clients and we used to work with them on maximizing what they brought. We used to work with them on, they would show up with their hardware and software and data, and we would work with that so that they could solve their challenges and problems. But once we discovered, this may go back to the beginning that you said, once we discovered that every one of them has this hookup to the internet, how, what, what, how, as a coach, it wouldn't make sense for us to, for me to stay with a client just working on what they show up with and assessing it and doing these tools and figuring out how we could clean it up a little so it works faster. And, you know, like it just is a waste of time to stay there when so much more is available. Mm. And I think where what's also interesting is, is the way that that happens is... That there's, there's, I'm going to use the word magic. That there's, there's a secret source to the to the ease that that happens to someone once they see it, mm. right? Whereas in the past they may have been uh, good at uh, at sort of knowing how to program themselves to get better at things, knowing how to learn, and and that took a little bit of effort. But they were probably good at that, which is why they've succeeded in the organisation. Yeah. And. The metaphor I would use there is, is they, they got very good at rowing, right? Mm. Okay, so that they were strong, they were resourceful, they were smart, they were intelligent, they could get stuff done. And what we show them is, hey, there is another little bit of the system you're not seeing, which is the wind or the current, right? Mm. And once you understand how that works, you have a much more infinite, as we just talked about, but almost effortless way to achieve great results. And, and, and you tune into that, which you kind of were anyway, because you couldn't not because you're a human part of the human system, but you allow that to come through not a lot more. So there's an, there's almost an effortless ease to this achieving a load more. Yeah. You know, and and I, th- I think that's so important for people to grasp that you're not going to achieve more because you're going to have to work harder. Okay. I'm so glad you brought up this point. We, we almost could have specified that as a, as another important point because see this, and this is sometimes a challenge for uh, clients to understand because it's not what they're used to. Mm. When you said effortless, this is essential in the kind of coaching that we do, that I do. Mm. If, and, and uh, so I'll use some other words about this, but it's what makes this different is anything that we have accomplished with the client must uh, be, it was so for, uh, let's do the opposite. In the past and with a lot of traditional, what you accomplish with the client are some new behaviors, actions, mm. approaches, and strategies. So these new ways, which are better than their old ways, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> that was the theory, right? Mm. So these new ways now, uh, first off, you better remember them. So somehow you got to keep them on your mind and 
make sure you know all the steps, right? You're going to influence people with a five-step process or how you build trust with a three-step process. So you got to keep that all on your mind. And number two is it's going to take some discipline and some willpower. Yeah. So then now you can really apply this so that you can get better results, right? That we don't do that. That makes no sense to do. And so when you said effortless, this is essential to the kind of coaching we do. In fact, the effortless element is almost the only thing that tells me whether we got it right or didn't. Mm, like if I ever, yeah. oh, if I ever yeah. hear a client come back, you know, from one session to the next and they said, oh, you know what? I, I really struggled to uh, apply that new that new thing I was going to do or whatever, I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, no, that was a failure because yeah. that yeah. was not it. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I, and I think it, it's such a, uh, is that I'm the same. You can tell where your client's at by how they describe how it's been going for them. And, and if it was just, it's almost like, well, yeah, that just happened. They're almost shrug it off. They, they almost don't. Yeah, that's it, the it, problem. It, because, because it didn't come with the effort they almost dis- disrespect it in a way because it became so easy. But then you mm-hmm. have to remind them that a few weeks ago they were really struggling with X or Y. Right. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that's not really an issue for me anymore. I'm like, oh, that's interesting because <laughs> it was back then. And they go, oh, yeah, it was, wasn't it? Well, that's odd. It seems just to be different now. And, and then they also get, they get things happening that they weren't necessarily looking for but have just turned up. Right. Right. You know, right. so, so you'd be working with someone on, you know, having a better relationship with their team or, or their boss or whatever. And, and they'll go, do you know what? I'm, I'm just exercising a bit more at the moment. And you're like, well, we, we never spoke about that. Yeah, I know, but I've always wanted to. I just didn't get around to it. And now I seem to find a bit more space in my day. So then that's beautiful because then you can go, huh. So yes. what level are we yes. working at? Because if we were working at the level of the desktop, the hard drive, yeah. we would have had to put a plan in place for you to think of new ways to do exercise, right? And we've had to go through it and we've had to chunk it through yeah. and to row your way through that. But you've just told me that's just turned up. Well, that's another clue that is transformative. Oh, I love, I love that. Um, it's such a clear example that um, you, you, the, the, the impact of this starts to hit on far beyond. And right away, they can see the impact far beyond. This is actually what I'd say is one of the challenges in the coaching, again, in this non, you know, this approach versus the old way. So in this kind of approach, you, you, the client in a way doesn't notice some things, well, or they dismiss it, right? So I, I can remember this um, challenge that was overwhelming with the relationship with their their CEO. Oh my God, it was like so in the way, it was a problem, this challenge that was on. And in the coaching, it was just this big problem. And uh, a few sessions in, maybe a couple of months in or whatever, the whole thing was a non-issue. And here, here's the funny part, right? So as a coach now, now in, with this, See, I pay a lot of attention to that and I invite the client to explore that because that's where all the gold is, is 
See, that whole thing transformed. And why? How did it transform? What happened there? So there's a lot of gold in that. Yeah. But the clients don't notice it and or they dismiss it. Uh, oh, I don't know. I guess he's changed. I guess he's changed now. Um, and <laughs> and, well, and when you do that, you lose all of the sort of the realization of what in fact actually happened. Because it's to do with attribution, right? Now, we were just talking before we pressed record, and we were recording this in uh, May 2020. You know, COVID's big here, right? If you listen to this in five years' time, we're we're, we're right in the middle of COVID, right? COVID-19. Now, attribution is so interesting, isn't it? So things have been happening in the business world and, you know, where people have built a hospital in eight days and they've probably done amazing things in Canada too. And people are putting that down to, well, it's because of COVID right? Necessity breeds innovation. Now we would go, whoa, 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 stop. No, it's not to do with COVID. That's just attribution, right? Right. It's to do with what we're talking about in terms of what you truly are. Yeah. And what you're truly part of, right? So I think people might be attributing things to the wrong thing, so like that guy sees his boss yeah. differently and he's yeah. gone, well, maybe the boss had two weeks holiday or... Exactly, you know, exactly. <laughs> his wife started being nice to him and now he's doing wife, you know. But no, 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 no. It can't ever be that. We can say with total certainty it can never be. Right, right. Well, and I think a COVID example is a good one because um, I had a client who was the, um, you know, so they were the like the SVP of marketing in, in their... Uh, uh, organization. And so then they said, and this was in the early days when the whole lockdown started. So it, I think I had our coaching call was three days in, four days in. And so they, they came on and they said, wow, I just, I just can't believe what's happened. Uh, I can't believe that in a span of one week, they said, if you had talked to me a week ago, I would have told you for sure that the way it my you know this work that I do it must be done in the office it's not possible to do it out the mm-hmm. way my team the way I work with my team is we huddle we get into rooms we whiteboard things and so so I knew for sure that that's the way it was and there wasn't even worth a conversation about anything other than that and the person, and now this uh, uh, VP says, now here I am less than a week later. And I had, I have re- a realization that I could actually do my work and lead this work from a beach. Mm. I could be on a beach and do this. And, and I, and I would never have believed that that's a possibility. So. When you looked at that, and when she looked at it, she says, how could that happen? Mm. Because it was truth for me. She says, I wasn't even exploring it. It's just what I knew. I knew I was in this kind of a career like this, and this was what it was. And I had no way of operating other than that. And people sometimes said to me on my team that, you know, they wanted more work from home or they wanted other things, but I shut it down. And I shut it down because I knew it wouldn't work. It had to work like this. And so now in this span, all of a sudden, it's working and it's possible. So, you, you know, the easy is you 
say, well, you know, you had no choice, COVID came around, all of that. But where we got to with, with that in exploring it is realizing that everything you ever see as a barrier is literally only in your mind. Mm. What COVID did, it, what, what happened to her didn't need COVID. Right, exactly. That's the part that she could see. It's not that it was necessary. You could have done that a week ago or a month ago. Like you have the possibility of literally having your entire world change because you're willing for your mind to be more open and Mm -hmm. for your mind to change. Mm -hmm. And that can happen anytime without anything forcing it or triggering it from outside. It is, it's not required. It's not necessary. Who you are is that kind of potential. Mm. It's, it's, it's a great example, isn't it? Because those, what I would call invisible lids, right? So she yeah. had this, what I would call invisible lid, like you have to work this way. Yes. It pops. Now, because it popped for her, you know, she, she looked around to see what could have caused that. Oh, it must be COVID. It must be the, and, and what we're putting our clients to see is, no, it's always, always, always the mind. Always that. Right. And, and when we're, we're really boring like that as coaches when we get into this because <laughs> we keep needing the client to see that. Right. Because yeah. When they see that, they get to number three of, of your list. Yeah. Is, oh, it is always mind. Right. Yeah. And everything is. And the more I see of that at a realized level, the more I realize the expansiveness of what's possible. And hey, presto. Actually, although I love the coaching, I don't really need it. (laughs) Right, because even that, and that's a really good example, because even that was an external, which if we're not careful, the client is going to attribute the change to the coaching. Absolutely. So, and if they attribute the change to the coaching, you know, again, the value was there. They've achieved their objective. And I'd say in most traditional coaching, they say, well, you did your job. They came to you with an objective. They've received their objective. They said they're happy. They got value from it. And in most traditional coaching, that would be fine. But in our world, to me, that fails. Yeah. If, if the third one, if they don't have the realization that they don't need a coach and don't need coaching. So what they see themselves as is this potential, this space where of all possibility, then, then it's suboptimal. Like I, I sort of like, yeah, I didn't do a good enough mm. <laughs> job in terms of that engagement. And, and so that just this idea of the, of, of being able to, uh, any problem you have, the realization that anything you have, which is a problem or a challenge is a self limitation, self limitation. Somehow in this, the only reason it's a problem is because the self that I see myself to be is more limited than who I really am. And from this limited space, this more finite, small space, I am not able to have sales at this level or to be able to lead that project or influence, you know, the team or something like that, whatever the limit is. And what gets blown apart in the coaching 
is that self-limit, that who I think I am. And what opens up is, well, then who am I? Then who am I? And by the way, the very next thing you say you are, now there's your new limitation. Because <laughs> mm. the and, moment you see yourself as that, that's another limit. Well, that's right. And I was, I was going to add a nuance to this because in, in the kind of uh, positivity brigade that I used to be in and, you know, let, let, let's bust through our, who the best self is and let's reach our potential, you know, they would say that. Right. Yes. That yeah. I know mantra, the same words get right? used. Same everywhere. words. Now we, we want to make a nuanced difference, and we're not going to get time to explore it in this podcast. But we're we're going to have to do a part three, uh, Dominic. It's so <laughs> obvious, right? Because it's so rich. This, but just to give a little glimpse of that, when we say it's a limitation of self, we're not saying. Um, well, firstly, we're not saying that's a bad thing. Right? We're not saying, oh, you yes, should beat yourself yeah, up yeah. because you're limiting yourself, and therefore, you know. Uh, have judgment about who you are and oh no you're no longer yourself as if like there's a there's somewhere to get to because there's nowhere to get to right yes and we're also not saying self uh which you just alluded to in terms of another set of beliefs about what you are right yeah we're talking about a self (laughs) this is going to sound a little odd that is pre-psychology yes yes pre-personality character um, that is a self that is much more part of the collective infinite potential of consciousness to check a few yeah. words in. Right. And that's what we mean. And, yeah. and when people get a, uh, an essence of that, which might sound highly complicated, actually it's beautifully simple. Um, once you get an essence of that, then they're sailing. Right, yeah. And then they don't yeah, need wow. the coaching. Right. 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 That they, you know, so I think it's, it's, uh, I'm just trying to debunk these words like transformative, limiting self for our version of them, right? Or what I'm, I'm glad you're doing that because that is exactly, these words are used a lot. And so, in, and, and you're right, it, it would, in a lot of cases, it means, come on, you, you are your best self and you're keeping yourself small. And, you know, like, yeah. they, so those words get used anyway. Um, we don't, we're not meaning that. And, and I like that you said, that the limiting yourself is not a judgment mm. because in fact, it's, um, it will always be that way. It will always be that way. There's nothing to judge about it. You will never in the rest of your life ever be expressing and being all that you really are. Yeah. Isn't that you, will, <laughs> you will forever be a limitation and finite expression of all that you are. And that is not a bad thing. No. There's nothing wrong with that. That is, that is how we are living our life. And there are some people we see that are um, extraordinary expressions of what it is to be human and what they do. I mean, we, we, and we see it, you know, we may even look in our own family and see our mothers Mm. and you know what they did. I I look at my parents today, you know, I'm actually an immigrant. I was born in Sicily came. Mm. So, but I look at my parents and I kind of think about, they moved as immigrants and, and, and didn't know the language, like all of that kind of stuff. And you look at them and you think, how did you do that? Like, how do you, 
get mm-hmm. to that. And then that they came and they worked and did some stuff and put kids through university. Like these things that are way beyond who they were born as, as, you know, is peasants really in this little place with no employment opportunities and then show up here. So you, and you will always only be a limitation of that potential that you are. And the question is, are you accessing it? Are you, do you realize that? And, and how much of that or what elements of that are you expressing? I, I don't, I don't even like saying how much of it because it makes it sound like, you know, you should do mm. a lot of it or something. And I don't mean that at all, but mm. it's just. And it's fun, isn't it? Because w- what we're not saying is you must fix that. Right? That's right. Because, That's right. It, you know, pay attention to that and fix it because that implies the judgment. It's more, and it's almost paradoxical. The more you just see that as the essence of what is, the more it dissolves and evolves, yeah. right? Yeah. So, and, and, and then there's a flow and a dynamism to, to, to what it is. And I think that's, that's where people get to. And therefore, again, another sort of why we say you don't need coaching because there's nothing that needs fixing in that because yeah. once you see that, there's an there's a automated evolution in that. Yeah. Um, with some ebbs and flows and you can't, right. you can't mandate the timing on it. Well, I'll be this version of mine by, you know, 2025. No, it, it, it's, it's, it's more enjoyable than that. It's more neurotic than that. And, you know, it's a weird and wonderful place, you know, that, 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 that the mind creates and there's some interesting people that pop up, right? You know, uh, some of them become president. So it, <laughs> it's like, it, 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 that's all it is. And, there's such a power in, in seeing that um, and what that brings on board in terms of resourcefulness. Um, and and, and it, it really is because once you see it, and again, is, if you're working like with a coach who's got attention on that, and this is in our coaching, is noticing that, not dismissing it, pointing there is sort of seeing that as a bigger point in the coaching is what you're going to get there. So you came with your objective. I know, I know we're going to do that. That don't worry. We're going to hit there. We're going to stay focused on the objective, but because we keep pointing to this other element, you can see this other thing. And if you take even the, in the client marketing VP that I was talking about, you almost can notice that the next time, that there's the, the 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 next limitation around a project that they need to take on or that she's got to lead or if she wants to step up to be a CEO or something in 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 her role she'll be confronted immediately with no you can't mm. no you can't cuz you're missing these experiences and you don't have enough knowledge and you don't have right so these limits will hit her but she's wise to mm. wait a minute. I used to know a lot of things for sure, and they turned out not to be mm. for sure. So all of a sudden, it's less, uh, it, it sort of has a less of an ability to uh, trick you or fool you into, oh, I just see now the next place that I've limited myself. I can see now who I think I am that was certainly bigger than I 
thought before, but I can see now that this is still a limit. Yeah, it, and, it, it, it's, yeah. it's the uh, sort of world inside the world. Um, so, so time's are ticking, uh, Dominic, and, and we probably, we will, we, I think we will do, if you're up for it, uh, a number three, and maybe in the number three, what would, to give you a heads up about it, listeners, is we'll go into a little bit more about almost the technical side of what we mean by when we say see what you truly are, right? Mm. And, and actually what you aren't and how we enable that in, in, in the coaching um, to give people who may want a m- bit more of a, what are they on about? I'm, I'm interested, but I don't quite know. Um, but I think this episode has been fantastic for giving people uh, hopefully a nice indication of what is what it is that we're doing in our coaching and how that might be different to what there is available in other coaching, even though some of the wording might be the same. Mm. Um, so I'll, I'll speak on your behalf, Dominic, I think you'll probably say the same. If, if people want to know more, just contact us, right? Um, details are in the show notes. Um, and, and this might well be a podcast that we send potential clients anyway, just, just to warm them up or afterwards or whatever. So, um, right really appreciate your the richness you're bringing to it is any sort of last comments you you want to uh add as we wrap this one up i don't think so i think this has been a great great capturing of uh of of those elements yeah Good. Well, I, all it leads me to say is thank you so much for your time. I, I love these conversations. And listeners, you can probably tell we get a bit carried away. So um, <laughs> so I hope you've enjoyed some of our, our, our ramblings. And we will do a part three at some point. But Dominic, thank you so much indeed. And until next time. Awesome. Thank you. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please reach out and leave us a review and a comment. If you want more info, check out makingchangework.co.uk or Piers Thurston on LinkedIn.